Would you like to retire with enough? My name is Peter Guidry, and I am the host of the Retiring with Enough podcast. On today's podcast, we'll be discussing one of the big rock decisions, quitting work quickly or quitting work slowly. My own personal decision occurred about nine years ago when I had a serious offer to purchase my dental practice. My practice was located in a smaller community, and an offer to purchase the practice was an offer that really didn't occur very often in these smaller communities. So my initial idea was to sell the practice, help the new practitioner to transition into practice, and then to play. What I didn't realize at the time was that this work relationship would continue for the next eight and a half years. Now, while this decision was in progress, I was fortunate enough to be at a social event and to speak with a person who had been retired for many years. At this time, he was probably in his mid-80s, but had retired in his early 60s, which is where I was at the time. He had explained to me that he had worked all over the world during his working career. He had enjoyed his work and enjoyed his job, but in his early 60s, he had had enough, and he decided to retire. I told him that I had recently sold my practice, and I was facing the same retirement decision. He looked at me very seriously and said, Don't wait too long. So even though the decision here is whether you want to quit work quickly or you want to quit work slowly, the idea is not to wait too long on either decision. So what you're going to do, walk away or stay another day? Paolo Coelho says, if you are brave enough to say goodbye, life will reward you with another hello. So in today's podcast, we're going to look at both options. Because when considering retirement, each person who is currently working must decide how they will quit work and retire. There are a bunch of different options about how to quit work, but only two main choices, quitting work quickly or quitting work slowly. I tend to be a planner before I was a retirement planner. So for me, retirement was a new adventure that required advanced planning, except except I didn't know how to plan for a destination with unknown expectations. And in prepping for this podcast, I tried to come up with a couple of good explanations that would clarify this. Quitting work quickly is like planning for relocation permanently to a new area when you don't know the weather, local customs, or what activities you'll be undertaking. Quitting work slowly is like going somewhere overnight and then you go back again for longer and longer periods until you have one final permanent move with incremental visits allowing for better assimilation into your new environment or culture. In retrospect, quitting work slowly for me has been a positive and fulfilling experience. I've spoken previously about quitting work in a couple of podcasts, one of them called Phased Retirement and Other Work Options, and one called Quitting Work the hamster wheel, but not specifically about the decision to quit work quickly or slowly. Each option has positive and negative aspects, and we'll explore each. We'll start with quitting work quickly. Because for many workers, the last day of work is a day worth celebrating. The required years have been worked, money saved, and walking out the door is a long sought-after event. But what's next? 
I'm pretty much an advocate for ripping off the Band-Aid, but it's only good if there's something better to replace the pain of working. Arriving at retirement with no plan may be just as painful as continuing to work. How many workers would you guess have pre-planned a retirement filled with purpose? My guess is not many. Faced with the prospect of filling 24 hours each day with no plan in place, many retirees quickly become disenchanted and discouraged. In the podcast, Quitting Work, The Hamster Wheel, many concrete benefits of working were discussed. Salary and company-funded health, life insurance, and company-sponsored retirement plans all cease when you retire. Benefits such as paid sick leave, paid vacation, company expense accounts, and company-funded vehicles are no longer available. Recently, I had a consultation with a person who was considering the decision to quit working, and actually the concrete benefits of working were not the problem. This person's primary focus was the loss of security provided by a periodic paycheck, the loss of personal fulfillment, and the social interaction of workplace friendships. Even after a favorable financial consultation, this person was unwilling to forego the stability of an ongoing paycheck. They were financially independent, but insecure about leaving the workforce and the income it provided. At this juncture, the problem becomes more behavioral than financial. Is there a way to modify this person's inability to forego the security of an ongoing paycheck? Is there a way to gradually decrease the general dependence on work and the paycheck that work provides? By gradually reducing the workload and by default gradually reducing the associated paycheck, the reliance on all the benefits work provides, including a paycheck, is diminished over time. That's what quitting work slowly is all about. In the retirement community, the term glide path is often used. When speaking about a glide path, most discussions center around financial glide paths. The Oxford Dictionary defines a glide path as a series of events or actions leading smoothly to a particular outcome. I don't know if there's anything smooth about quitting work and transitioning into retirement, but there also is a situation called a work glide path to smooth and gradually diminish the effects of work and the paycheck it provides. In my podcast, Phased Retirement and Other Work Options, the concept of phased retirement was briefly discussed. According to OPM.gov, phased retirement allows active employees to retire from part of their job responsibilities while continuing to execute other job functions such as mentoring and knowledge transfer to employees moving into senior positions. Phased retirement allows workers to gradually decrease work responsibilities and hours worked as they approach retirement. Even more important is the ability to gradually decrease the dependency on the benefits and paycheck that working provides. Slowly decreasing the dependency on payment from work also decreases the behavioral attachment to the security that work provides. Slowly working less and less allows a worker to slowly acclimate to life without a paycheck as money derived from work decreases and other retirement funding sources take the place of work-related income. 
About 30% of workers would like to decrease hours before retirement, while 15% actually reported a reduction in hours worked. But the percentage of workers opting into phased retirement is slowly climbing as the benefits of quitting work slowly become more obvious. But there are some potential disadvantages and drawbacks to phased retirement. Probably the biggest and most impactful would be the impact to pension payouts. Pension payout rules may vary from employer to employer. And reductions may occur if the pension payments are based on earnings and they result in a reduced benefit. Not every retiree can opt for a phased retirement, and generally phased retirement options are slanted towards higher-level employees. One of the obvious benefits of self-employment is the ability to self-direct the number and duration of time worked. Phased retirement is much easier to implement for the self-employed. My own particular retirement path has been a glide path into retirement from a full-time practice eight years ago. Each year for the last eight years, I've engaged in what's called locum tenens dental type of care. I've worked approximately one half of each year as a contract dental provider in area dental offices that provided facilities, staff, supplies, and patients. For me personally, slowly easing into retirement has been beneficial on several levels. My stress level dropped almost immediately as the mental aspect of both practicing and managing a dental practice was halved after transferring my practice to a younger provider. I no longer had to manage a practice, I just had to manage patient care. After the practice transfer, my only concern became providing quality care without the burden of managing the business side of my dental practice. My position now as a contract dental provider allows me to do what I was trained to do, which is providing dental care while still remaining relevant and reduce stress while still free of the practice management responsibilities. Providing care in totally different dental environments has forced me to become more adaptable while interacting with unfamiliar staff and patients. This type of practice mode has allowed me to develop new friendships and to stretch my comfort zone after providing dental care for over 45 years. Is the glide path to retirement the best path for everyone? The answer is obviously no. Current information indicates that less than 20% of workers can quit slowly, but that percentage is trending upward as businesses explore ways to extend the work careers of highly trained and valued employees, which was explored in phased retirement and other work options. More businesses are aware of the embedded skill and knowledge of older workers and of the value of passing this skill and knowledge on to the next generation of workers while retaining their skill-based workers in a reduced capacity. Self-employed individuals are much more likely to transition towards retirement using a glide path approach as the self-employed have greater control and flexibility. So how does this affect retirement planning? I've said before, and said in the podcast, having a plan, that the key to successful retirement is having a plan. Someone who's planned properly should have few problems with either approach of quitting quickly or quitting slowly. The problem facing most retirees is a lack of pre-planning for retirement, which creates confusion and disheartenment because retirement doesn't meet expectations. A time of decreasing stress becomes a retirement of increasing stress, 
primarily due to lack of purpose in retirement. I suppose quitting slowly allows potential retirees increased opportunities to slowly transition from a working career to retirement. Workers, on a limited basis, have the chance to experience what retirement entails while still working. For me, this gradual glide path into retirement has allowed me more time to assimilate the mental and behavioral changes that occur when you approach retirement. Right now, I'm currently reading The Wright Brothers by David McCullough, and I was struck by the relevance of the following passage in which Mr. Wright discussed learning to fly. Wilbur Wright compared learning to fly to learning the behavior of an untrained horse. In the book, he was quoted as saying, This was the kind of horse, he said, that men had to learn to manage in order to fly. And there were two ways. One is to get on him and learn by actual practice how each motion and trick may best be met. The other is to sit on the fence and watch the beast a while and then retire to the house and at leisure figure out the best way of overcoming his jumps and kicks. The latter system is the safest, but the former, on the whole, turns out the larger proportion of good riders. If one was looking for perfect safety, he said, one would do well to sit on the fence and watch the birds. But if you really wish to learn, you must mount a machine and become acquainted with its tricks by actual trial. The concept that Mr. Wright was trying to explain was that safety was a function of observation and inaction, while understanding was a function of trial and action. Having a glide path to retirement provides a similar experience of trial and action, which occurs before retirement and while still working. His explanation further reveals that the safe path of planning for retirement after retiring decreases both learning and understanding. So in its final essence, the path of quitting quickly or quitting slowly is going to be determined by each person as they approach retirement. For those workers who haven't adequately planned for retirement, a gradual glide path into retirement is going to allow experiencing retirement on a limited basis before retiring, and it may actually reduce the stress associated with the transition from work to retirement. And now some final thoughts. So, in essence, what you going to do, walk away or stay another day? This is the choice every worker will face at the end of their working career. Workers have only two main choices when nearing retirement, quitting work quickly or quitting work slowly. Quitting quickly may compound the problem of preparing for life without a paycheck. Quitting quickly may also increase the stress associated with leaving the security of workplace salary, relationships, and paid benefits. Through phased retirement, workers gradually decrease work responsibilities and hours work as they approach retirement. Even more important is the ability to gradually decrease the dependency on the benefits and paycheck that working provides. And for those workers who haven't adequately planned for retirement, a gradual glide path into retirement allows experiencing retirement on a limited basis before retiring and may reduce the stress associated with the transition from work to retirement. In my next podcast, we'll discuss the language of finance. As always, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, 
please feel free to leave a review. And if you want to partake in an online conversation, be sure to search for the Retiring with Enough group on Facebook. Thanks. The information and opinions contained on this podcast are for general education and are considered general communications. Information on the podcast was obtained from various sources, and Retiring with Enough does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of any information presented. Retiring with Enough strongly recommends that you perform your own independent research and or speak with a qualified investment professional, legal advisor, or tax professional before making any financial decisions. The information and opinions expressed should not be construed as financial planning and does not consider the economic status or risk profile of any specific person, nor does it constitute an offer to buy or sell securities.